and Condon. Ken Miller. Oh, Trent Condon. Score. This is Miller and Condon on Des Moines Sports Station. 106.3 KXNO. All right, good morning, everybody. Welcome to Miller and Condon on a Thursday. Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. It's Trent Condon and Ken Miller for the next couple of hours to talk sports with you. Appreciate you tuning in here this morning into the afternoon. BMW Des Moines guest list shapes up like this. Bottom of the hour, our friend Wade Lookingbill, former Hawkeye, will join us. We will take a look at Michigan State and Iowa in the conference overall. Pretty good night on FS1 if you're a fan of Big Ten hoops. Uh, the lid lifter, Michigan State and the Hawks, followed up by Michigan and Purdue. So a pretty good night of Big Ten hoops. Big 12 takes the night off as they get set for uh, SEC Big 12 challenge. That uh, I think it's Is it ending this year? I think it's over this year. Sure. Did I see Is that? It? I thought I saw it. I could be wrong. I know. I know it's the ACC Big Ten's coming to a close. I knew that. Yeah, I thought the other one was. Well, regardless, we know it's taking place this weekend. Uh, but Wade, looking, Bill will be here at eleven thirty at twelve oh five. We're going to talk baseball. Damn it! And I look forward to it with our friend Matt Snyder, CBSSports.com. One of their national baseball writers will do, yeah, I'm sure we'll get into the, well, no, we will, <laughs> the Hall of Fame, uh, but some other topics as well. Baseball-related will warm things up on a frigid cold day, and it's only going to get worse as the weekend gets closer. Uh, but it is January after all, right? Yes. And Iowa. Uh, anyways, uh, Matt Snyder and then Bill Bender will help us out uh, from the Sporting News. We'll take a look at the uh, championship games with our friend Bill Bender from the Sporting News. It was funny to see the line reaction when uh, Patrick Mahomes met the media yesterday, and he bounces off the podium, and behind the curtain he goes... Uh, he started the press conference. Cincinnati was a one and a half, two point favorite. He ended the press conference <laughs> within five minutes. The Chiefs were favored <laughs> by a point. And I think it's the right side. I do. Um, I think he's going to be fine. Fine. Good. 80? 90. 90%. North of that. No way. I try- Not, if it's really a high ankle spray, no way. I, I don't think it is because he's, he's moving around like there's nothing wrong. <laughs> Moving around how? You saw him cut? He didn't have to cut, but he did, he was up on a riser, uh-huh. and he bounced off that riser and landed on the right wheel. And they have vid- the video of it. It's not still pictures right, I'm looking at. I'm actually right. looking at moving pictures. We'll see. Look, you know how I am. I'm, I need the Bengals in the worst yes, way. Yes, you do. Uh, but I think Patrick Mahomes is going to be fine. And you know what? For sports, mm-hmm. that's what I want to see, right? Yes. Not him out there hobbling yeah, around. Yeah, no, no. Or he couldn't answer the... Ah, well, you know, if Mahomes was 100%, right. they'd be in this. Well, maybe they would. One of those plays, he's kind of ducking out to the left, and he's got to just throw it away because he can't get to the outside. Right, right. That's not the Patrick that's Mahomes. That's the key, wants. Trent. Yes. And, and that's why I think a lot of people will be betting on this game, especially if they want to take the Chiefs' side of things. They'll, it'll be a live betting uh, opportunity because they want to see Mahomes and how he moves around in the pocket to begin with. Because if Cincinnati gets after him, and they've got a pretty good defensive front, the Cincinnati defense, yeah, we know Joe Burrow, we know Mixon, we know Chase, and blah, 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 and Boyd and Higgins and, and, and the rest of that group. But this is a pretty damn good defense as well uh, that they're uh, coming up against. Sam Hubbard, we know he can flat out fly. Hendrickson off the other side. Reader in the middle, he's good. Uh, Logan Wilson's been a terrific, or is a terrific linebacker. Cam Taylor Britt uh, from Nebraska fits in well in the secondary. It's going to be a good game going to be a good game. I hope it's Mahomes and he's as close to 100% as he can because I want to be entertained. I believe he will. And I think we're we're going to get that. 
80, 90% were splitting hairs. Mm-hmm. He's going to be out there. Mm-hmm. And there wasn't a doubt in my mind when he came back. There's nothing structurally right, wrong. Right. He wasn't yeah. going to miss the game. And what was that line move? I mean, it was just... It felt like it was too much. I thought the same thing. I thought there was a complete overreaction. I couldn't. Yeah. I couldn't agree with you more. Look, so I'm, I'm just logged on to the, the Google machine mm-hmm. here. I want to get the forecast for Sunday. Ah, see if we got a little weather component. Do to take a look we? At. I wonder. Right, Sunday is going to be a high of 27, low of 12. Let's see if we can get a breakdown of that. Um, not, not where I'm looking. I'm sure there are places you can find it, but. Um, Look, it's going to be frigid cold here mm-hmm. on the weekend. We're not that far from there. Will the same weather system uh, that we experience here be there? It's going to be cold. It's a 5.30 kickoff, uh, and the way we go. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, of course. I think we got a good one. I do, too. Which which game, if there is a game that gets out of hand of the two, which will it be? Mm, I, I don't see either getting out of hand. I mean, you can make arguments either way. Is it the Purdy game where he throws three interceptions? I mean, it, that's probably the most realistic, right? Well, especially when you consider the secondary that he's that he's going up against. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, these guys are, are uh, this uh, Darius Slay is as good a corner as there is in the league. He is. They put him on an island and he just does whatever he wants mm-hmm. over there. So, what does he take out? Ayuk. Yeah, depending Pro- on what they're doing with Debo. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I would guess that would be the case there. But then he got Kittle. Yeah, and then he got McCaffrey out mm-hmm. of the backfield. The McCaffrey injury. Because we saw late in the game, it was Mitchell that was in there that right. had the run, didn't he went out of bounds and didn't stay inbounds and yeah, but that you know what, and I gr- totally agree with you. And Usually you that is it. a big deal. Right. That was not it. He was going full speed. That's yeah. just it, and he was and he there was very little behind, and there was very little room for yeah. him to fall. I, I agree with you a hundred percent. Screaming at the TV when he did it, <laughs> and then you see it again. Okay, now yeah. I kind of get a little, little bit, but um, yeah, it's. I think the. I mean, who's your best bet? Who's your San Francisco? Uh, see, I'm on the other side of that game. Good. Yeah, the way my season's gone, good. <laughs> I'm, I'm happy about that because everybody it feels like is on Philadelphia. Uh huh. Just because what the we time saw. they look different. Well, Hertz has lost one, lost one football game yes. this year. That's it against Washington. Washington. Yep. And that Monday night. You know what they did in that game? I, I saw a uh, breakdown. One of the ESPN NFL things. A lot of the same things that San Francisco does. A lot of similarities of the game plan that Washington had for that mm-hmm. Monday night game as opposed to what San Francisco likes to do. That got me even more excited here. And just It's more than anything, too much love for Philadelphia for me. And as I said, going into a couple of the games last week, that overreaction, the week-to-week well, overreaction. Well, the Giants was a huge yes. overreaction. I was guilty as anybody. And those overreactions that happen, I think they go, and kind of both ways, because San Francisco didn't play great. And I think there's some people maybe, mm-hmm. all right, Run's going to come to an end. We saw yeah. them last week. Cowboys were what? Number three defense in football? Sure. Yeah. And held them to what? Four field goals and uh-huh. a touchdown. Weren't great, though. Didn't get it done when they yeah. got on the plus side of territory. So I, I think there's some of that, too. Yeah, San Francisco by far is my favorite. The Kansas City-Cincinnati game, I see it as a coin flip. I do, too. I You can make compelling arguments yep. on each side. Yep. I'm completely fine with that. I really like, with the points, San Francisco. And still waiting. To get to three. Has not popped yet. Yeah. That's the last thing Vegas wants to do is go yes. to three. Because the, yeah. then there's a lot of refunds. Uh-huh. Or there's a lot of teasers going the other way, right? Mm-hmm. Bumping them up from seven-point teaser, all of a sudden now it's ten. Don't want that. No, absolutely don't want that. Uh, so they'll fight tooth and nail and hang on as long as they can. But if it does get to three, how long does it stay three? Oh, not long. 
I don't think so either. I'm sure there are those big betting conglomerates. They're just waiting. Yes, that are the exact same way. For their phone to ping, you've got it set up on your phone. I mean, it's a nickel and dimer like me or people that are betting hundreds or millions of dollars on the game. Everybody Mm -hmm. that wants that three, that's what they're waiting for. You're not waiting for it to go the other way. Or two and a half to two. No, no, no. (laughs) You're picking three. Yes. Two and a half is the number, and when when it bounces up there, I would love to see a breakdown of the numbers and how much Kansas City money that took to flip it back the other way mm-hmm. then again yesterday. Mm-hmm. Talking hundreds of thousands, millions oh, of huge, dollars. Just huge money. Come back the other way, uh-huh. just as you said. Bouncing off the off the <laughs> riser. That's all it takes. That's all it took. <laughs> how much and pressure was, did he land on that foot? Well, yeah, that's a good that's a good point. Um, and, the, and the conspiracy theorists in, in the crowd were, was that really him? Because it's kind of... Uh, I don't know. There's a little bit of distance. It's not a close-up shot of him leaving the podium. And yes, it's really him. Do you think they put a bunch of fake reporters uh, in a room and and had him answer a fake question just so we could bounce off and leave? I mean, I'm guessing there are coaches that are out there that would do that. Holtis said yesterday. Was yesterday? Was he on? Yeah. yeah. Um, that as many coaches as he's been around, that the most transparent one he's ever worked with is Andy Reid. That he just doesn't. He doesn't BS. You know, if, if he, you know how coaches are. I mean, they they drive me bananas. More so college coaches, just with their secretive ways that they go about things, and uh, it just drives me nuts. But uh, regardless of that, well, we, there's we conspiracy theories out there all over the place. Oh God, Demar Hamlin. Yeah, Jesus, uh, it's awful. It's just <laughs> stop being weirdos. Where, did, where, where does you know what? I don't want to bring that up. Though. I know it's a societal thing. I, keep, I think it goes back to when everybody was. Sequestered in their homes, right? A lot of people lost it. I think it. a lot of people did, sadly. Yeah. Anyways, let's move on. I don't want to go down that rabbit <laughs> right. hole. I want to, you know, the rabbit hole I do want to go on uh, down last night. It was um, was what last night was for me. I watched a lot of ESPN Plus. I watched the Panthers. Mm-hmm. I did, and um, I don't get it. <laughs> I, you look at the lineup that's on. Yeah, Bone Born's a hell of a player. There's no <laughs> doubt about that. And Anderson is playing as you know what off. And Duax is I bet's as diving for loose balls as he was in that game. How last about him diving the dunk late in the game? Trent, he was. Where did that come? I from? have no idea. No idea. How how tall is he? Uh, six six, six five six five. Yeah, something he's like not that. A big guy, but no, and he just goes into thunder dunks to. For all intents and purposes, but he is their big guy. Him and Henry, (laughs) he's six six, six five, six six. Their big guy. They got Henry. He's six nine, but Mm -hmm. he's two oh five. Right, not playing. And he's bigger than he was when he was playing high school. But he's not a big guy by any means. It's just this is Jacobson. It it really is. I know the schedule has not been the most difficult. They still have a ton in front of them. Mm -hmm. They still have to play what Belmont two times, Drake two times. They still have an incredibly difficult schedule in front of them, and. You could very easily yeah, see Yeah, Drake is next off. Saturday, right? Is the first one here? I think so. Or at the McLeod? Uh, first one next Wednesday. That'll be at the Knapp Center. Next Wednesday. And then the return trip is Wednesday, February 15th to the McLeod Center. So okay. Knapp Center next Wednesday, and then a couple Wednesdays after that, it'll be in Cedar Falls. But they have one now, seven of the last eight. Mm-hmm. Only loss came on the road to Belmont by four. And Belmont's a pretty good team. They absolutely are. Indiana State this weekend on the road. Next two are on the That's road. Saturday, right? Yes. If you can get one of these two yeah. for the Panthers, home for Bradley, tough, but yep. it's yep. home game. you got to yep. do it if we're talking about a regular season crown. You go to Evansville. Evansville hung around for a little bit last night. They're yeah. bad. Indiana State again at home. Drake at home. 
at most state, at SIU, home for Belmont. That's how it wraps up. Now, the last three, incredibly difficult. Get a split over the next week. Win against Bradley, Evansville, Indiana State. You got a chance going into that final stretch. This mm-hmm. team, that is... This roster. <laughs> this roster. A freshman in Trey Campbell, that's okay. Mm-hmm. Duax, who's listed at 174 is what he's listed mm-hmm. at. He's playing center for him. You got James Benz, kid from up in my neck of the woods, North Iowa Conference guy. He's 6'6". It just... And yet, they have a chance. Ben Jacobson, he's a wizard. Now, you got to yeah. get more dudes. He's got to find a way to get in that portal and get a couple of players to help out. But what he has done from what this team was back in December to today, oh, it is masterful. Night and day. All right, so 6 o'clock tonight, we'll have Michigan State and the Hawks. Uh, Michigan State's, what, a three, three-and-a-half-point favorite, somewhere in that range? I saw two-and-a-halves last Did you? night. Yeah, there were a lot of two-and-a-halves. It opened at three, I saw it, circa. There were a couple, of, pretty much three across the board. Then it was two-and-a-half. What's it back to today? Uh, we'll bring it up here and, and scroll I thought through. It, I thought it ticked up to three. Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, three at, let's see, two-and-a-half at circa, uh, South Point two-and-a-half, three at DraftKings. Yeah, two-and-a-half or three, but mostly two-and-a-halves right now. I... Don't get it. And you like maybe, Michigan State, don't you? It, oh, yeah. I mm-hmm. mean, it's it's the scar tissue mm-hmm. of the Breslin Center. And, yes, I know yep. they won there a couple years yep. ago. Yep. And yep. Yep. Ended the long losing streak there. But so many good Iowa teams have gone up there and just not mm-hmm. just lost, mm-hmm. but the fashion that they lose. It sounds like Malik Allen might have a possibility of going. They're a completely different team. I saw that in one of the, uh, uh, was it the um, East Lansing paper? I think yeah. Greg, somebody wrote that piece. He said... I uh, did a crossover podcast with a Lockdown Spartans guy yesterday okay, on my Lockdown yeah. Hawkeyes, and we talked about that. He said nothing definitive at this point. He had just talked to Graham Couch about it a little bit. That's who it was, Graham Couch. Yeah. Yep, yep. Long-time uh, columnist and reporter up there in East Lansing, and he said, probably going to give it a go, more like a game-time decision type, but he's close to getting back. Mm-hmm. When he's out there, Michigan State's a completely different team. Yeah. They have struggled so much inside. He's an inside-outside type of player. He's physical. He's tough. Mm-hmm. He can actually score in the post, something that... They haven't been able to do without well, he, Allen out there. That's Chris Murray's guy, right? I mean, that he'll yes. be all over Chris Murray if he yep. can play. Absolutely, yeah. So that will be a big difference here. The other thing is Michigan State has really struggled inside this year. I mean, you remember those first couple of games this year. When we watched Michigan State. On the boat. On the boat. And we're like, oh, boy. They really got this uh, well, Suzoko kid. It's a ship. Okay. He, he is. Yeah. He, he hasn't been good since really those first couple of games when they uh, played really well against Gonzaga, beat Kentucky. He has played well since then. Mm-hmm. Comes down to the way this is called, the way it's officiated. Always does, or a lot of times in this conference. Especially and Michigan State can play that garbage uh-huh. clutch and grab. And they will. And they get away with it. And Izzo will work the officials. I mean, if Iowa wins this game, they probably have to get to the free throw line 25, 30 times. Oof. Comes down to officiating. And I hate, you know my despise of complaining about officiating. It mm-hmm. is something that annoys me to know it. That's for losers. But this is a reality. Excuses about losing because the officials, I hate that. Right. But going into a game, the way the game is called and because In these are In this case, styles, it yes. is, yes, for sure. You know, I was one of the last four games, I believe it is, against Michigan State. Hmm. I knew they'd had recent success. I didn't know it was that good. Yeah, yeah. last year, throttled them. It was a Luka yep, Garza game. Yep, yep. Swept the uh, season series then back in 2021-22 as they got both games in that one. And then I think they won maybe two games before that as well. Yeah, won both games. Yeah, four in a row against Sparty. Unthinkable. Tonight's a big spot, man. You get this one. Uh-huh. And then you come home for three at home. Yep, 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 yep. You're playing. 
And then Rutgers comes to town on Sunday. By the way, we're going to have tickets to give away coming up here. Oh, that'll be a big uh, we'll one. We'll do it on our Twitter account, the Miller & Condon Twitter account, Dr. Stephen Fuller, fullerdental.net. He's giving us a couple of tickets to Sunday afternoon. It's a 1 o'clock tip. Pretty good timing-wise. Absolutely. You know? We're and Rutgers is right a good team, it. too. They are. Rutgers is a good basketball team. They got revenge on their mind. Uh-huh. You like Sparty tonight? You like Iowa? I like Sparty if I oh, had yeah. to pick. I mean, I'm not uh, if I won't, but... Um, <laughs> Day-to-day betting is not a big thing. No, right? it's just not for me. Yeah, it's just I've never been into it. I I hate you know, bet ten to make twelve, <laughs> bet a hundred make a hundred twenty. I'd much rather bet a hundred at thirty to one or twenty-two to one or something. Give me those type of odds. All right, so we'll get Bill in here uh, again. Wade Looking Bill more on Iowa uh, and uh, Michigan State coming up with our friend Wade Looking Bill. We'll look around the conference. Is Indiana starting to catch your eye a little bit as a team on the come? I mean, they struggled against Minnesota. Who yeah, had last nobody night, last night. Trace Jackson Davis is a man. Yes, you love to talk about that end of a career. Yeah, light bulb coming. It, mm-hmm. it absolutely is sense of urgency. Yes, that is absolutely happening. It's just the rest of the team. Now yeah. they did it without Woodson last night. Hear, yeah, uh, it was. He's a COVID, right? Yeah. yeah. Did you hear uh, after the game the assistant coach? I did not. Basically said it. I got. I'll have to find the quote because it was so good. But yeah. He, you, you found a way to get a road victory, but I'm not quite there with the Hoosier. I, look at the Big Ten. Who are you confident, short of Purdue? I just that's I'm trying to find that. Team. I'm trying to find that second team. I don't know who. I that's why I kind of like Indiana the way that I think their arrows pointing up. I, I don't. I don't know the answer to the question. Illinois uh, now that they Illinois finally, watched Indiana beat the crap out of them last weekend, but they've won their other six games over the last two weeks since they kicked mm-hmm. Sky Clark off the team. A difference, but they got they got boat race the other day they did bill welcome to the program bill thanks for being patient what's on your mind oh that's all right um love your show um thank you what what do you guys what do you think the chances percentage wise are of iowa state either tying or winning the uh, big 12 championship regular season championship i would put them finishing in a tie two-way or three-way tie at 45 percent and actually winning it outright at pot Probably twenty-five to thirty percent. What do you uh, what, what do you guys think of uh, Iowa State's chances of winning or sharing the title? Uh, Bill, thanks for the thanks for the question. Uh, look, they're in a great place right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you take, a, how about by the way, Texas Tech got pounded again last night. So you got to be Kansas at home. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, that that trip to Austin's not going to be fun. No. <laughs> the way that it's they'll ended, be ready, they will indeed be ready. I think TCU is playing well. Mm-hmm. Um, what do they look like when Koontz gets back into the lineup? Something you got to play. How's with. Caleb Girl's back? Is it going to hold up? Do you play him this week? I don't. But I, I don't have, I wouldn't have played him the other night. I don't either. And the, just how tough he gutted that thing out. Mm-hmm. We're doing yesterday's show again, but man, that, that no, it's, it was great. <laughs> just absolutely incredible. So this is the time of year I always bring up that website where it projects. Oh yeah, you can yep. to the end of the yep. season. What's, what's that? Uh, you tell me the uh, the address all the time. I never bball yeah. dot not nothing dot net. Okay, it's an easy one. Yeah. Bball dot not nothing dot net. So you can go through and you can individually pick mm-hmm. every game. I just hit their generator, which spits out team Saragin rate mm-hmm. uh, Sagarin? Sagarin ratings. Yeah. They use those and spits out home road all that. It spits out this TCU winning the league outright. TC look TCU's playing well at fourteen and four. That's shocking in its own right. Texas at thirteen and five, followed by Texas. Where's K State? Iowa State, Baylor, Kansas, all tied at twelve and six, 
and Kansas State at 10-8. and 8. Now, here's the thing with Kansas State, and you'll see it, something like Sagarin, you'll see it at Ken Pomeroy, you'll see it at Bart Torvik, whatever mm-hmm. analytical-based website you find, is they're not there with Kansas State. Won a lot of close games. And in those metrics, they basically anticipate it's going to even out. Mm-hmm. Win, yeah, they got to go back to Lawrence. It Say a three-game stretch, it's better in these two blow a team out in one of them and then lose two games as opposed to win three mm-hmm. in tight ones. It's just, okay. it, it's just kind of goofy that way. Yep. You get a 20-point victory against a good team, that's going to improve your efficiency numbers that much more. So is this a six-team race? Yes. I think so, too. Baylor's still alive, right? They Absolutely. are. Oh, I yes. totally agree. They're yeah. a game, what, a game out of it? Yep. Um, and playing better right now? I mean, they're on a bit of a run now. Five straight. They, uh, there you go. Uh, After they're, an 0-3 start, yeah. they're now 5-3. and three. Yeah. Um, what are their odds? Do you have the Big 12 odds? You had them yesterday for yeah. me. Let me bring them up here because it's a six-team race. I got heavily involved with Kansas back when they were like, well, they were below at that time. Do you Texas, have buyer's remorse? No. I'm buying more. Are you? I'm buying Final Fours. I'm buying National okay. Championships because yep. I don't think the odds are going to get any better than they will be right now for them. All right, let's bring up Conference Odds, Big 12, your new betting favorite. It was Kansas State the other day after the loss to Iowa State. Yeah, who is it? It is now the Kansas Jayhawks, plus Again. 320 for Rock Shock. Iowa State, your check, second choice, 7 to 2, plus That's 350. Yeah. Texas, 4 to 1. TCU, 9 to 2. K State five to one, so five to one. K State is picked. It has the fifth odds. Or were you at yes. five or six? Fifth. So the fifth, the fifth lowest odds nine to two, and Baylor is your sixth choice, plus six fifty. I'm dabbling right there. I think that's the play, Trent, just because of the number. But this just goes to show you, show you the sixth team betting wise is plus six fifty. I mean, this is something that's too parody. Where you have to go through and you have to look at who do you still have on the road? Mm-hmm. You know, what are those victories that you can pick up? Texas Tech, its wheels have fallen off. I, I can't believe it, but no. you're right. I mean, West Virginia just, that was just, a, that was a clubbing. Is Mark Adams in trouble? I hope not, because I love his story, but mm-hmm. the answer is yes. You know who led the way for West Virginia last night? Tucson went crazy. <laughs> really? I think he was the leading scorer. <laughs> wow. Tucson going Yes, off, huh? he went nuts. Yeah. It can happen from time to time. Good for once or twice a year, right? Yeah, I see that boy. Twenty-two. What did he finish with? Twenty-two. And was he the leading scorer? I think he was. He was. Now he uh, shoots four of nine from the floor. Yeah. Twelve of fourteen from the free throw line. Uh. How a game's officiated? Yep. Definitely played in there. Boy, they outscored him over the last ten minutes. It was ugly. Fourteen. And uh, run away in Lubbock. Yeah. Not in Morgantown. In Lubbock. Six teams are automatically in the Big Ten or Big Twelve. Excuse me. Yes. There's no doubt. Who's the team of that next tier that you think gets to the tournament? Gets to the tournament. Because uh, I, I think somebody else I, is. I think Oklahoma. Do I, Porter Moser, maybe. Got the brothers. Um, what about West Virginia? One, two, or three. Beat TCU and Texas Tech on the road. That, that's a good win, TCU. They, boy, look at this road schedule they have the rest of the way, though. This is for West Virginia. TCU, Texas, Baylor, Kansas, Iowa State. Those are the road games that remain for them. Mm. Now, if you get a win... When does two, Iowa State go there? I, I'm uh, da, 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 February 8th. But if you get a road win or two, West Virginia's in really good shape. Mm-hmm. and, and you know, maybe They might be the one. Yeah. They might be the one. I'd be the one I point to. I just believe in Huggy Bear. Mm-hmm. I love seeing Huggy. So to answer Bill's question, 
Would you bet? I mean, it's it's, it's such a put them like all the in prices. a hat. Yeah, put I the six teams in a hat. Draw one. You're probably good with it. And I'll take the one with the longest odds in Baylor at plus uh-huh. six fifty. Well, they've won five in a row, as you mentioned. Yeah. They're playing pretty well. What right a conference! Now. Oh, it's unbelievable. So much fun. So much fun. All right, we'll take our first time out. Uh, before we go to break, though, we'll give you an opportunity. Let me make sure I got today's Thursday right. Yes, indeed. It, it is. is. Uh, time for another $1,000 slam dunk. KXNO.com right now. Since you're there, you can enter this nationwide contest by inserting the keyword green in the pop-up box that will appear as soon as you log on. KXNO.com. The keyword for this hour is green. Green. At KXNO.com. And thanks for yesterday picking me up. Oh, yeah. How's Jack, by the way? Not good. He's still sick? Still struggling. Yeah, we got to the doctor yesterday afternoon. It's Yeah. Tara was up with him a lot last night. She got the, she took the day off today from work. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. So he's still at home. Still at home. Yeah. Trying to get meds in him. Sitting on the bathroom floor at 1 a.m. Mm. Is he throiking? I mean, is he throwing up? Or? No. No, just, just fever? cold fever. They said mm. probably influenza and... Trying to talk a three-year-old into taking medicine. Oh, it's impossible, right? I mean, it's just got to be. Isn't there just a shot? It'd be so much easier. Yeah. <laughs> really? Oh, man. But like we said yesterday, look back and yep. uh, one of those memories. Uh, take a time out. Uh, keyword again, green. Wade Looking Bill is with Miller and Condon. We come back. Michigan State, Iowa conversation with our friend Wade Looking Bill. Uh, we're going to talk baseball to kick off hour number two with Matt Snyder, CBSSports.com. Bill Bender from the Sporting News will take a look at the championship games with Bill. He did a, a an exercise over the weekend. He and another, I'm not sure who it was, was with him. He believes that once we get to the playoff, that the playoff should be the first couple of weeks of December. Mm-hmm. And that the national championship game should be played on the 1st of January, assuming that's not a Sunday, an NFL Sunday. Mm. No. Keep pushing it back. Push it back, yeah. Right? Push it. Make this thing, drag this thing out as long as you can. No, I'm very excited about the possibility of week zero becoming week one. It looks like it's going to as yes. well. That's a great thing. Mm-hmm. Again, we're, we're just closing that mm-hmm. down. Yeah. Move the Super Bowl back another week. Oh, hell yeah. Move everything up a yep. little bit more. Football, football, football. Oh, the more, the better. Yes. Miller and Condon, Des Moines Sports Station. Looking Bill next. It's 106.3. Wired Sea Store for details. Now back to Miller and Condon on 106.3 KXNO. Here's Ken and Trent. Hi, Miller and Condon. Welcome back to Des Moines Sports Station 106.3 KXNO. Give you a little tip. Coming up here in about 15 minutes or thereabouts, we're going to do klaxons. Be listening. Stay by that phone. Stay by the phone. If you haven't played in the last 30 days, we'll give you the cue to call. Uh, but we're going to do klaxons coming up here before the end of this hour. Right now, he's our friend Wade Looking Bill. It's Michigan State hosting Iowa tonight. Uh, boy, this got a chance to be a really, it's a big spot, Wade Looking Bill. Good to talk to you as always, Wade. How are you? Really good. How are you guys? Thanks. Thanks again for having me on. No, listen, we appreciate it. And good, uh, glad that not that last week we didn't want to talk about it because that was a phenomenal piece on Big Ten Network and and the uh, the subject, although tough, it deserved every single moment of talk that it got on these airways. But now it's back to basketball, Wade, and sure. here goes these Hawkeyes and uh, off to Michigan State. Who's well? Let me get your take on them. Michigan State. They're kind of up and down. That's how I see them this year. Your thoughts on Sparty? Yeah, you know it's it's. It's not a typical Michigan State team that we've seen in the years past. You know, I, I, I think they're good. They're not great. 
they're always tough at home. And I think, I think one of the biggest things is going to be how are they going to officiate the game? I thought, I thought Ohio State, they let them grab and push, and that's, that's not Iowa's game. And I think that's a big thing tonight is how are they going to call this game? Now, Izzo usually gets calls at home on the road, maybe not so much, but Iowa's got to find a way to fight through that they do, and you know it's going to be tough. The environment's going to be there. Going to be charged up, and we also await what a possibility could be a return of Patrick McCaffrey. Say he plays tonight. What do you do if your friend gets your ear? He says, hey, I need a little help here, Wade. What would you do to get him back acclimated? How much do you anticipate he'd go coming off the bench, back in the starter role? What would you do with Patrick McCaffrey if he's ready to go? I think he's going to play tonight. I think it's something where he's going to get maybe 15, even 20 minutes. Um, I think it's better to start have his first game back be on the road than it is at home. Mm. I think there's less distractions when you're on the road. You know, there's no, you know, family or your brother or, you know, little brother Jack or your parents or, you know, other, other classes to go to. You just go play basketball. So I think he'll play tonight, get a little bit of time, and you, you just got to kind of see what he can handle. I think he's been practicing fairly regularly. Um, while he's sat out from the games, but it's still different when when you're that game speed. But they need the Patrick McCaffrey back ten or twelve games ago. Those last five games he played, he really struggled, and they probably kept playing him too much. Mm-hmm. And obviously, there was a reason for that. But if they can get him back to where he was, you know, when they played Duke or early in the early in the year, they they might have something. I'm with you. Uh, this past week, we haven't seen him since when? Saturday, right? Yeah, it was a Saturday game. Uh, you know, I looked at that game, Wade, and you could just, Ohio State needed that game, and they were on a what a five game losing streak. Their season was kind of you know teetering on that proverbial brink, if you will. It was an important spot uh, for Iowa. The game was on the road; it's in Columbus, uh, so it's the back to back roadie. But I don't think you'll. I mean, the urgency was clearly there for the Buckeyes. I'm not sure that the, it's going to. Man, it's Michigan State, and it's East Lansing. Those maybe I answered my own question. Um, so will this be a, a Michigan State? team that um, that has that you know, that killer instinct that, that uh, some of those Izzo teams have had? Yeah, you know, it's, it's interesting. When you look at Iowa, when they, I, I think Rutgers and Ohio State are, are similar types of teams. Big and physical, you know, got some, got some thickness to their players. When Iowa played Rutgers, Rutgers had just won at Purdue, beat the number one team in the country. On the road, yeah, they yeah, beat, you're right. They beat somebody at home pretty handily. Might, might have been Maryland. And then here comes Iowa, who's got issues, and Iowa just put the beating on them. But with Ohio State, they so maybe Rutgers was kind of a little bit nonchalant with that game. Whereas with Ohio State, they were a wounded animal. They they had to win that home game, mm-hmm. and and they did. You know, Iowa. I think the key is they usually do a good job with not fouling, and they they had a lot of fouls that game. They actually shot it pretty well from three. I think they made eleven or twelve threes, but it's just something where they had more turnovers than they than they usually have, and the game kind of got out of hand there late, but. I think tonight's okay. I think if they can say what you want about Joey Hauser, but Joey I like Hauser, him. If he will probably be on an NBA roster next year. I, I know it's hard to say, but 6'9", stretch the floor, but he's had games where he's had two points, <laughs> three points, but he's, he's had game where, games where he's 6 for 10 from three. They can't let him get going. You know, um, It's just something where with, with that Walker kid, yep. Iowa does not have a guy that can match up with him. He is quick. He can go. But if Iowa can kind of ugly it up, make some threes, Peyton Stanford, Josh Dix off the bench, I think they have a chance tonight. 
Got a chance, and that's all you can ask for going into a, a yeah. tough road environment okay. against yep. Sparty. You know, the defensive effort was so bad in the second half, and it wasn't just they were making shots. There were guys wide open. Mm-hmm. There were guys getting to the rim. There was no resistance out of the Iowa defense. You know, got to be pretty easy for Fran to get these guys' attention. Hearing both Robracha and Chris in the post game, they both mentioned that it was unacceptable. So you'd anticipate, at minimum, this team's going to come out effort-wise a lot different. Wouldn't you assume? I hope so. I hope so. Well, they, well, they better. They're in trouble. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, when you look at teams like, say, Purdue or even Iowa State, you know, Purdue's number one in the country, but, but they, have, they have holes. You know, they, they don't shoot it real well. You know, even Iowa State has, you know, a really talented team, but they have some, some pieces maybe that aren't there. But the one thing both Purdue and Iowa State do every night is they guard. Yeah. And that's the one thing I think you can control with effort. And for whatever reason, Iowa has these spurts where it's, the second half against Ohio State where they give up 53 or they give up, they're down 20 at half at Nebraska. It's just these, these <laughs> effort types of things. And I, I, I think they'll get it figured out, but it just, it always makes me wonder why we're still even having this conversation, you know, this late in the season. Effort should always be there every night out. Uh, Purdue, we all feel that there, there are uh, cl- the clear-cut uh, team to beat in the Big Ten. I'm not sure anyone will. We were kicking around earlier, Wade, trying to find that team uh, that um, you know, there might be that might push Purdue if there is somebody to push. I like the way Indiana's playing right now. Uh, Trent points out he's right. Illinois is on a bit of a, a bit of a roll right now. Rutgers, they're a tough basketball team, and it seems like how Northwestern's fooling a lot of people, and Howard's crew and Michigan's starting to play a little bit better. Who's going to come out of that pack, do you think, to establish themselves as maybe the Big Ten's second-best team? You know, it, I think it's going to be interesting because I think, I think Purdue's going to go, say they go 16-4, and 17-3. I think that next-place team could have up to seven losses. They could be 13-7. and Because if you look at, I, I, I think just Purdue's starting to separate themselves even more. You know, I like, I like Indiana. I, I think Trace Jackson Davis is so limited. But he had 20 and 20 again last night, and it seems like whenever they need a bucket, he can post up and get him a bucket. Race Thompson was back last yeah. night. Um, Michigan's a little better. I still like Rutgers. I think they're the second best team. They have a lot of seniors on that team. They have guys that have been around a long time. But here's the thing, kind of getting it back to Iowa. Even even if Iowa gets beat tonight, which I I think that they it'll be tough, but you know, say Michigan State beats them, they could still go seven and five even eight and four the rest of the way. And, and, and that's not a stretch. That's just kind of taking care of games that they should win. That's winning at Minnesota, which is still a challenge, winning at Northwestern, but they only get Purdue once this, yep. the, this year. And there's just a lot of games, you know, can they beat Ohio State at home? Well, I hope so. You know, can they beat Rutgers at home Sunday? I, I hope so. But even seven and five, I think that gets you to 11 and nine. That's not bad mm-hmm. in this league this year where everybody is not not great, but everybody is is fairly good. Yeah, and including in that fairly good and certainly didn't think they were going to be prior there prior to the season because they hadn't been. Northwestern, you mentioned them a minute ago. I saw them play uh, the other night when they played Wisconsin, I want to think. Um, they got some dudes. I mean, that that Matt, that Mickelson kid, he's figured it out. Bo Bowie's always been good since he's been there. Adesia's good. Um 
point being, Wade, Tuesday night when uh, when the, the game is um, the rescheduled game gets back on the schedule, this isn't the automatic W that most uh, Hawkeye fans thought it would be, and not penciled it in, but got their pen out for this one, trying to predict how the season would go. Northwestern's having a good year. Well, and how about Northwestern? Um, Ryan, I can't think of his last name. The, the big kid starting at Duke, and then uh, Pete Nance is is down at yeah, um, Nance transferred out. Yep, he yep, for Carolina. So, I mean, Chris Collins has done a heck of a job. Yes, there are so many kids in Chicago, but it's tough to get him in to Northwestern. Tough to keep him close, but you know, I I, I think that's a, that's a team that's really benefited on this extra year on this COVID year. Because they they don't really have pros on that team per se, so they can get them a little little bit of NIL money. So instead of going overseas or in the G League or maybe mm-hmm. getting a job, hey, come back and play another year as a 25 year old senior. But even that being said, Chris Collins has done a heck of a job. They have kids that play hard, that are athletic, and you're right. You know, at home Northwestern's no gimme, and especially on the road in a couple weeks after that, is definitely not a gimme win for us. After uh, this one, it's Rutgers. The, we talk about that team. I got the road win against them. Wait, when you're going through the Big Ten, somebody gets you, especially gets you at home, just what the mindset is going into that second game, going back on the road, knowing you don't want to have a sweep here. You want to get that split at the very least because tiebreakers become incredibly important. What it's like for a team to that'll be in Rutgers' spot, trying to get revenge, mm-hmm. if you will. Oh, they're going to want payback. It, yep. it is tough. They will be upset. And they they got some dudes on that team. They got some tough Jersey kids on that team. And they are they, they are not happy to get beat at home. And, I, and Iowa beat them pretty handily. It really wasn't that close. So, you know, let's say Iowa loses a tough one tonight at Michigan State. They have to come back and beat Rutgers. They're just not in position from – Losing to Wisconsin at home to get beat at Nebraska, where they can lose to lose home games on teams where they're favored. They, they would beat Rutgers in the road. They, they just have to beat them at home because again, ten and ten, eleven and nine will get you in. But but don't go nine and eleven and then get beat the first round of the Big Ten tournament, and then you're sitting around Sunday hoping mm. hoping to get in. Last thing you want to do, Wade Looking, Bill. Wade, thank you for this. We will impose on you again uh, next week. Uh, thanks for what you do for us, Wade. Have a have a good weekend. Enjoy the game tonight. Thanks, Wade. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Anytime. Yep. Thank you. Good to hear from you. Wade Looking, Bill. So we took a look at Hawks, Michigan State tonight. You said, what, three and a half? Two and a half? Two and a half. Two and a half. Why is it so low? <sighs> and Wade's right. This is not your typical Michigan State not- team. That'll make some different. Uh-huh. We'll see. Uh-huh. Is this the environment to put McCaffrey in either, Patrick? Well, it's on the road. Uh, that, I think that's a good point. Malik Hall, you, what are you hearing? He's going to give it a go. Is he really? Yeah. Because on three has him out. So I'm hearing both. Because he, if he's in, he's a good player. I mean, yes. um, yeah, he's, he'll be all over. Well, he'll try. Chris Murray, try and shut down Chris Murray. Mm-hmm. That's going to be his guard. I like Joey Hauser's game. always have. Walker's, as, as Wade mentioned, is really, really quick. You know, and... Hogart has been bad against Iowa in his career. I mean, he's played poorly in every single game. Like, but then you watch him every other game. It's like it's a good point guard, <laughs> right? Fourth in the country in assist rate right now. I mean, he's he's huh. running the team. He's not a great three point shooter, but he can hit an open one. But he has been bad every single time against the Hawkeyes. Is he due? Or does Fran McCaffrey just have it figured out how to guard Big AJ over there? Mm. Probably. And not. you said uh, Gus Johnson, Jimmy Jackson on the call tonight. Good crew. Uh, that's the uh, the early tilt. 
on FS1, and then the uh, the nightcap's pretty good one too. Michigan yeah. and Purdue, because Michigan, I think Michigan's fi- they're playing a lot better. Playing- Howard's kid's good, good shooter, good shooter, really good shooter. Need to see more. He probably won't see more till he gets to the next level because everyone thinks he's a one and doneer. Yeah, he certainly yeah. looked like that the other night against the Hawks. All right, so right now, 515-284-5966, 515-284-5966. We are opening the phones back up, and we invite the first four of you. If you have not played for Claxons in the last uh, 30 days, you are eligible to participate in this contest, one of two contests we've got going. You can go to the Miller & Condon Twitter page, uh, and if you would like to go see Rutgers and Iowa on Sunday afternoon at 1 o'clock, um, you can enter the contest. It's total points in tonight's Michigan State-Iowa game. Uh, the first one to get the number, meaning what does that mean? Well, if you think it's 125 and you put down 125, but 125 was gone by somebody else first, they get it. You have to use the hashtag Fuller Dental. Go to Miller and Condon on Twitter. You'll see all the details there. First four callers get to play for barbecue from Claxons. It's next. Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KX. Tuesday. All right, Miller and Condon, welcome back to Des Moines Sports Station 106.3 KXNO. So, Commissioner Condon. Tough. He is a tough SOB. And he's fair. The rules are the rules, after all. The commissioner has tossed one of our contestants. What does that mean? Uh, that there's an open line. One of you right now. David Day. No, Dave David Bryan. And then the commissioner tossed one guy out, so there is room for the first caller right now that wants to play for Claxton's Barbecue at 515-284-5966. 515-284-5966. Uh, let's get Dave in here. Dave, welcome to Miller & Condon. How are you? Good. All right. Uh, Cincinnati or the Chiefs? Who do you want in that game? Chiefs. Uh, Eagles, minus two and a half over San Francisco. San Francisco. Uh, Michigan State is a three-and-a-half-point favorite tonight over Iowa. Michigan State. On Saturday, Iowa State, uh, we're speculating, will be favored by two-and-a-half over Missouri. Iowa State. Here's the tiebreaker, Dave. Total points. This is closest without going over in the NFL championship games. Both points. How many points will be scored? Both games. How many points will be scored? Closest without going over. 82. Dave, thank you for listening. Appreciate it. Bye. Bye. David is next. Hello, David. How are you? I am great, gentlemen. Good. Uh, Cincinnati or the Chiefs? Cincy. Eagles, two and a half over the Niners. Eagles. Michigan State, three and a half point favorite over Iowa. Talked all day. All right. Iowa State gives two and a half to Missouri. Uh, ISU. Uh, tiebreaker, David, is uh, total points in both championship games. Uh, closest without going over. 94. 94 it is. David, thank you. Appreciate it. Thanks. All right. Uh, Brian is with Miller and Condon. Hello, Brian. Hello, Brian. How are you? I'm fine, thanks. Cincinnati or Kansas City? You pick. Cincinnati. Eagles, two and a half over the Niners. Eagles. Michigan State, a three-and-a-half-point favorite over Iowa. Michigan State. Iowa State gives two-and-a-half to Mizzou. Missouri. And tiebreaker, total points in the NFL championship games, closest without going over. 
70. 70. Thank you, Brian. Appreciate it. Thank you. Yep, thank you. And Mark brings Claxons to a close for another week. Hello, Mark. What's up, Jim? Good to hear from you. Cincy or Kansas City, Mark? Uh, Cincy at Burrowhead Stadium. <laughs> I hope you're right. Eagles minus two and a half over the Niners. Legend of Brock Purdy, Niners. Hope you're right again. Sparty, three and a half over Iowa. Hawks. Clones, two and a half to Mizzou. Clones, please. Uh, tiebreaker. Total points Seven. in both the championship games, Mark. 77. Thank you, Mark. Good to hear from you. Likewise, buddy. Take care. Matt. Good to hear from you, and thank you to Claxons, 3131 8th Street Southwest in Altoona, 3131 8th Street Southwest in Altoona. I hope Mark's got it right. Be good. Need Cincinnati. Yep. Need San Francisco. Yep. Take both Iowa and Iowa State to win. Yep. Works for me. Take it. Absolutely. So I have Cincy at 30-1. to 1. To win it all. To win it all. And I've got San Francisco at 22-1. to 1. That's good. Yeah. And did you buy any of those exacta tickets? Yes, I've got a bunch of Cincinnati. I don't have any Eagle on top. Okay. I, I've got Cincy over Eagles. I got San Fran over both AFC teams. Trent, <laughs> chance man. Could be this a good just in, Eagles Chiefs. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Hour two coming up.